What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The weather is heating up, which means summer is almost here. Macy's is my go-to place for summer fashion, and I'm getting so excited just looking at Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside essentials. Macy's has everything you need for any summer occasion, your summer trip, wedding, or graduation. Macy's has you covered. You can shop all your favorite brands like DKNY, Michael Kors on 34th. Shop at Macy's.com or in store. Wind Down with Janet Kramer and Michael Cosman, an iHeartRadio podcast. Okay, so I don't even know how to start this. There's a lot going on right now. Um, we actually had something else airing today, um, but it was it just didn't feel right to have what we were gonna air today air. It just wasn't relevant. Well, it's not that it wasn't relevant. It just it just didn't feel right, too. You know? Oh, uh, because of, yeah. So it just was like, so let me just rewind like 10 hours. So I, I know we talked about it the other day, Mike, where I said I, obviously, with everything going on with George Floyd and the other events that have happened this past few months and forever, honestly, but this is where I just get where I'm like, it's so hard to even say the right thing, but I just felt really heavy in the heart. And I was talking to you yesterday, but uh, yesterday I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how to find words to say what I even want to say. And Mm -hmm. I deleted about a thousand different times. I mean, all day I was just on my phone trying to find the right words. I'm like, no, that won't, that, that's not it. Or no, or it's going to, no, that's going to be misinterpreted or no. And I just, just deleted. And I kept saying, I was like, what can I say that, because I don't know what to say. And so you had said to be more 
generic just, I guess. yeah just general because i was shocked that you were getting dms of people giving you shit for not saying anything and it's it's that frustrated me so i was just like all right if you're getting flack for not saying anything just keep it yeah general and generic we're we're all human beings let's just treat each other like human beings so i said that but then it still didn't feel right something still felt heavy and it just didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. So I then today at the pool called Mickey because I've known Mickey guy in for Mickey. How long have we known each other for? Through for at least five, six years now. Yeah. 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 So I called Mickey because I just, well, first of all, I love Mickey. I've loved her forever. A, I wanted to see how she was doing and B, I also want to say, I want to support you, but I don't know how. Like, what am I supposed to say so that you feel supported? And I... That she feels supported as an African-American? Yes. Okay. And it make it makes me sad because I'm like, I want you to know that I'm like here for you, but I don't know how. I'm sorry. This isn't about like, I'm, I feel stupid even crying, but like it made me sad because, sorry, I feel bad that I don't know how to support you. And so I called because I wanted to say, like, I don't even know what to say because I feel like this, you know, essentially, quote unquote, a white privileged little girl, white girl. Be like, what can I fucking say to yeah. you to make you feel like I'm here for you? And I've, I've seen all the like, I'm here for you. I'm not black, but I'm here for you. I'm not. But I'm like, I, I something just still felt disconnected. So I was like, I just want to call Mickey to be like, what like what do I say that you will feel like? Like, is it even words? Like, I don't even have the words. And so, I'm sorry. I don't, like, I, it's no, just it's, like, I don't, I, I just feel like I'm, I'm at a loss, really, of what to say that, like, I can support, like, so here, Mickey, talk. <laughs> sorry. No, um, there is, without question, injustice happening in America against Black people. And it's been happening since before we were even a thought it was it's been happening since before our parents were even a thought this systemic racism is literally in all of our dna for things that we may have had nothing to do with but it is in it is alive and well today black men are mistreated and disregarded and people are, they are feared. They can't walk down a street without everyone holding onto their purse. They can't walk in a grocery store or any kind of retail store without checking themselves to make sure that people don't think that they're stealing. This is, so, this is their life that they live all of the time, all of the videos that you are seeing of black men getting killed in the streets by policemen and hated by everybody, it's been happening. We just now have phones and we're armed with phones to broadcast the injustices and the hate that they're experiencing on a daily basis. And I know you feel bad. There's a lot of us feeling bad. We all feel bad. 
there, if you don't feel bad, you don't have a heart because this is real. We're seeing it and we can't deny it anymore. And we're all so charged because we don't want this to be that way anymore. And we must remember and, and take a moment to be grateful for that. There is way more love than there is hate. There are so many people denouncing and protesting against racism. And I understand, I'm sure a lot of my white brothers and sisters don't know what to say. So a lot of times, I'm sure you've seen, we've all seen these killings for years. And I'm sure five, six years ago when you were seeing the murders of a lot of other black men, I'm sure you thought about, I need to post something, I need to say something, but is it my place? So I'm telling everybody, it is your place to stand up and openly denounce racism, period. And everybody says that all lives matter. And that is absolutely true. All lives do matter. But right now, black and brown lives do not matter. And until black and brown lives really matter, all lives don't matter. It's that simple. And so you can't say all lives matter. I see a lot of people saying that and it's true. All lives matter, but they don't right now. They don't right now. We saw a man get murdered in calling for his mother. And if people only ever only knew what I've personally seen, I have seen in Ventura County, California, Cops come to my home, take my husband, throw him to the ground, tell him he's not a lawyer, tell people that is not our Jag parked in the neighborhood, being the only black people in that neighborhood. I have seen the injustice myself. And after seeing that, I would then have to go on a stage and sing and act like everything's okay. And I have absolutely sang on a stage and someone has called me the N-word. And I've just acted like it's okay because that was just the way life is. I expected that because that's been the lot of my life since I was born with this skin. And we're all awake now. We all see it. And we are upset. And I know for a fact in country music, I have so many good-hearted, loving people that are not racist, but it is not enough to be quietly non-racist. We all have to be openly non-racist and shame anybody that feels otherwise. If you love Jesus, if you say that you love Jesus, then you cannot be a racist, period. And there you have it. Well said, Nikki. I ask you this. Unfortunately, it's like, you know, people that are, are racist, people that are, whether it police officers, whether it in business, whether it fans at your show, show who disrespect you in that way, whether it's the police officers that came and, and grabbed your husband, those people 
if their actions are showing that they're they're you know biased towards certain races and prejudiced towards certain races do, with all of the rioting with the protests and everything and this may be naive to me to ask to yeah. even state this might be ignorant on my part it's okay but it's what's what's the end result because people are racist this is only fueling their racism mm-hmm. people that that aren't racist we're already not racist so what so the one thing i will say it does is for people that haven't had to experience that for people who are white or caucasian or even african-american that haven't had to experience but most likely have witnessed maybe those things sure it wakes society up that's like hey just a reminder this shit is still going on y'all like it's not the 60s it's you know 2020 and it's still going on you know 60 years later or whatever it is yeah 60 years later i have a i have a great example for you think of a dog and the sweet innocent loving dog and imagine punching that dog over and over and over again slapping that dog pushing him around disregarding him not feeding him, not showing him any love. And then the one time you touch him, all of a sudden he bites you back. And what happens to that dog? Most likely he's going to get put down. Mm -hmm. So I do not condone looting and destroying property. I do not condone it whatsoever. For sure. But there are people who have seen that are in the lowest communities, like Corona is affecting the black community. And as soon as everybody found that out, it was like, oh, well, why are we even staying outside right now? So these people, there are way more people that are trying to peacefully protest. Mm -hmm. And those are the ones that you need to pay attention to. Those are the ones that truly want justice. Mm -hmm. And yeah, for sure. And it's just, it just sucks because it's, this is only these kind of, when it gets to the looting and rioting, it only segregates us even more. It only separates us even more because again, your, your people, the people that are doing it in an inappropriate manner, whether they're African-American, white, Hispanic, whoever it is, are just fueling racism and segregation. So and you I can just, say, I'm going to have to interject before you keep talking because mm-hmm. it doesn't sound good. Looting and rioting has been learned from the slave days. This is historically what we have seen people do to black people. If you really study black history, which I have, think about all those lynchings. Think about all those people laughing and not even considering people as human. We learned that from white people. That it's history. This is 400 years of oppression. And by the way, this is supposed to be a, you know, this is to gain knowledge and to gain, you know, there's, I have some questions too that some podcasts, listeners want us to answer too and this is just to because 
you know, yeah, this is just like gaining knowledge. So I don't want you to like, because this is just that uncomfortable situation. Oh yeah. Where we don't even know. Okay. Like, okay cool. I just didn't want to be like, no, I, I, I think like, I, I want you to knowledge, give us knowledge because we, you know, we sit here in our, we don't, we didn't, we didn't have the same battles and struggles. Absolutely. And you have to think about it. But I, when we're in high school and in college, we only learn the small little pieces of black history. It's almost glossed over, you know, it's like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Rosa Parks, you know, the civil, civil rights movement, but you don't really dig into what actually happened to some of these people. There were slaves, pregnant women that were raped, beaten, had their babies cut out of their stomachs and had to watch their baby get stomped on. That is in history books. But you could say the same thing for like the Jewish culture, right? Yeah. But why isn't the Jewish culture, they have just as many, if not, you know, reasons to feel oppressed. Maybe not so, maybe not so much in America, but it's, Look at their skin color, though. That doesn't matter. That didn't matter when they were going through what they're going through. It didn't matter. Their religion was their was their skin color, essentially. Yeah. So I it's guess. just, I guess, what's unfortunate, and I'm not obviously, yeah. I, I respect everything you're saying. My only, my the pessimism in my mind is just thinking, well, shit. When does this end? If it's about being oppressed for 400 years. And this shit is still going on. When will it ever end? Will it ever? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't know. I I don't know either. And I, I, the way the time, the way things are going, it doesn't freaking seem but like ask, it. Ask anybody around the world, even Jewish people. Essentially, I'm going to ask you: Would you want to grow up in the world as a black person? Would you want to? I'm trying to choose my words because I don't want to minimize what the black culture does have to go through. Like our child does not have to worry about playing with a toy gun. Jace does not have to worry about a toy gun. Right. And that's where like it gets me as a mom to be like, okay, that's where I kind of that's I mean, that's not kind of that's where I get it, where it's like Jace can run around with a toy gun without someone shooting at him. Right. But to answer your question, no, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But again, the grass is the grass may seem greener, right? So I can't say because I haven't experienced it. I'm sure there's African Americans who haven't experienced any of that. Maybe their parents have, but I get you I bet you there's kids that maybe haven't. Are you saying that's not You're telling me there's not one African American that hasn't that has gone through life and hasn't experienced you know, having living without having experienced racism. Well, your best friend is Jason. He's an African-American. Right. Has, have you ever asked him that question? And by the way, I'm just like, uh, yeah, I mean, we haven't talked about it in a long time, but I haven't, he's never expressed any of that to me, but I mean, so again, I'm just saying that playing the odds, I'm sure there's, there's somebody out there that hasn't, been subjected to and Nikki you're saying they're you know honestly it's this conversation is very heavy for me 
for sure. And to hear someone say that I highly doubt that all black people haven't experienced some form of racism or oppression. It's just a numbers game. It's not a racial game. It's a numbers game. I'm going to have to get off of this call. You cannot say those things. You cannot. What am I saying that's disrespectful? All I'm saying is that there's there's a possibility. Is there a possibility? You know what? I got that. I got it. I've figured it out. I don't approve this at all. I don't approve this. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. You wake up with a sore throat and a low-grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work, hope to see a doctor this week, or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option. Because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore, moms, I got something for you. My medical emergency kit. When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor-recommended prescription in your kit. No waiting to see the doctor. You get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more. Plus a doctor's guide so you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. 
My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I got to stay healthy. I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand. And I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at twc.health slash Jana. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Um, I... Uh, I talked to Mickey. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think what really hurt her is when you said you can't say I highly doubt all black people have experienced racism and expect me to want to sit there for that. Yeah. And I mean, I know you, I think you, I even saw the look on your and Tori's face where you guys are both kind of like wide eyed after I said that. And I, I fucked up there. That was that was wrong, and which you know we were kind of talking off the mic for a minute, which is kind of the whole problem with all of this these days is someone like me who has the purest of hearts, not an ounce of racism in my body and I mean Gianna, you know me, like you know my heart, you know like there's none of that inside of me. I was the minority in my profession and the sport I played for 90% of my life. So it just goes to show that even when someone's intentions are pure, that doesn't mean what they're saying is, is sensitive or empathetic towards someone else. Because what, how I said that, kind of negating Nikki's answer to my question was ignorant. It was. And I wish I could take that back and say that differently. Because that's not my place to say. To you know, have an opinion around that. That's not my place. I'm a white male. Who am I to say that 
or think that there's possibly one African American out there that hasn't firsthand experienced racism. That's unfair to me to say, and that's ignorant of me to say. But again, just to reiterate, this just goes to show how even someone like me who has the purest of intentions, who was just trying to have a conversation with Mickey about all of this, how things can just go wrong in an instance. So I, you know, this is, this is hard times and I just, I feel bad. Like you said at the top of the show, feel bad that you don't know what to do or don't know what to say to support the people you know and love that are on the other side of this because we haven't had to experience it. Yeah. And that sucks that they have had to. All right, well, let's take a break and then um, I'm going to see if we can try to get Mickey back on the show. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. You wake up with a sore throat and a low-grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work, hope to see a doctor this week, or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option. Because listen, as a mom... 
we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore, moms, I got something for you. My medical emergency kit. When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor-recommended prescription in your kit. No waiting to see the doctor. You get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more. Plus a doctor's guide so you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I got to stay healthy. I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand. And I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at twc.health slash Jana. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. Mickey, thanks for coming back. And and this is her husband. Hey, y'all. It's Grant. Hey, What's Grant. Up, Grant. And I, you know, when just now Jan and I were recording and I acknowledge the fact that The manner in which I asked the question wasn't sensitive to the issue. And I, I get that the 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 real insult was the fact that I questioned your response, that I said I, I highly doubt that. And that just goes to show my insensitivity to the situation. And I'm deeply sorry for that. And what we're talking about is someone like me who has the purest of intentions, who doesn't have an ounce of racism, racism in me, how ignorant I can still be due to my lack of sensitivity. And I, I genuinely and sincerely apologize for that. I hope you can hear me from a good place that I meant no disrespect that I was wrong, completely wrong, in the manner in which I handled that. And I am truly, truly sorry, as your friend, 
for saying it the way that I did, for responding the way that I did. Racism is something that you cannot play with. It is so embedded in all of us. And when you discount someone's experiences, that is mentally and emotionally damaging. <laughs> and I've worked on a lot of myself for a long time. So when you say those things, you can take someone to a really dark space and that is irresponsible. This is my husband, Grant. He's black. And I've seen people be horrible to him for how he looks. I've seen it. And he's not even as dark as I am. And there are people that are darker than me. And when you're doing that, it's harmful. It is so harmful. It harmed me. And it took me back to a space that I haven't been in a long time. I'm trying to be as honest and open as I possibly can. And with that, I ask that you hold that and are gentle with that. I just want to say like for Mike to Kind of, what I, kind of what I told Mickey during the like the break was that we d- we debate a lot and we 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 ask questions and I think that was our bad for not going into it with like more empathy, you know. That's that because because shit the amount of times that I get yeah. up people mad at me because I debate situations or I say things and it's like and now can learn from situations where it's like maybe I could be more empathetic with how I ask a question but in my mind I'm like I'm just debating and I'm just asking a question I'm just asking what you know whereas not knowing maybe how I could be how I might be hurting someone mm-hmm. you know and Again, I know Michael. I know your heart and your attention, and I and I and I'm just I'm I like I don't, and I know Mickey's heart, and I know her heart and her intentions, and it's. I also know that you're also trying to speak for other people too. Go ahead. What Sorry, you just said brought this. brought this up for me, and I. Uh, what I did was. I was just guilty of doing the biggest thing that I try to preach, which is just treat a human being, regardless of anything else, like a human being. And I'm sorry, Mickey, because like Jana was saying, being on the show, we do kind of get in work mode and we're used to asking questions and asking hard questions. And I pride myself in asking these questions that maybe stir the pot. But what I did by doing that, was I didn't treat you like a human being in that moment. And I am, and that bothers the shit out of me. Thank you. 
So I, I'm again, I'm sorry for allowing that. Jan, I appreciate what you just said because that registered for me that I behind this microphone I got into into work mic. It, and I are- and I wasn't treating you like a like a person. And I'm I am I'm I'm just sorry. He's just you know whatever it's anything to do with racism or the marginalization of women and people of color. You have to go in that with the most intentional intentions you could ever have in those with those subject matters because it is so serious it is so serious i live it every day like i'm shaking grant is there anything that i know you're 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 here and you know you're obviously probably heard stuff during the break um is there anything that you want to say that you've can talk about with all of this um i mean i think that you know just based on what you guys are saying you know you guys do this for the show and i get it and that's what the debate is for and you know getting the political discourse back and forth is what creates you know it's it's what creates the change in the world the problem is is when you're dealing with things such as racism that are embedded so deep into the DNA of people, you can't really go into it with the mindset of, you know, we're just going to debate this issue. You you play devil's advocate and I'm going to you play con. It's one of those situations where you really have to go into it differently mm-hmm. and you can kind of focus on the cons. There are no pros to racism. So I think that's really what I get out of this. Interesting. I mean, I, that's, that a, makes, that's a great point. That's, yeah, it's a great point. It, but what, like, <clears throat> making when I called you earlier, I'm like, what, what can I say? Because I, I was reading the Instagram comments and they're saying, well, she hasn't said Black Lives Matter. She hasn't said this. And so, which was what I was asking, what will make you feel like we are your ally and we are here for you? And what can, like, what is that? Because that, think- is, that is where I didn't have the words. I didn't know what to say from a, of a woman, white woman. Right. Well, like I said, completely denouncing racism, like, not beating around the bush, but saying racism, it will not be tolerated. It will not be tolerated within my community, within my fan base. It will be not, it will not be tolerated. And black lives do matter. People have to say black lives matter because right now they don't. I'm 36 years old and I experienced racism as a child and it's 2020 and racism is still being experienced. Little girls are experiencing racism. I've posted a picture. I posted a video of it on my Instagram. You can hear this young girl, a young girl have a perspective of feeling discriminated against a little girl. And Sorry, my thoughts are so jumbled right now. Take your time. I think admitting that you don't know what to say because this issue is so much bigger than any of us can really wrap our minds around. Admitting that you don't know 
how to cure the problem, but you're willing to do whatever it takes. You know, admitting that you don't know what it feels like to be black and you never will, but you understand that there is an injustice and you'll do whatever it takes to bridge that so gap. I can, I get that totally Grant. But what is that? That's the thing. Like we're like, and I asked, I asked Mickey today on our phone call. I was like, how do I teach my daughter? I'm like, you know, how do I continue to instill those values in her to, to love all colors and, and, and love like, Oh, how am I supposed to like, what do I, what do I do? do I, what do I say to her? Like what, so that she doesn't think other things and nobody's different. Yeah. I think there's no magic formula for it. I think it's like Mike said, everybody's different and it is a one-on-one thing. And I just think that, you know, saying something, whether it's the right words or not, is better than not saying anything. Because Absolutely. the problem, problem is, is a lot of people think, oh, shit, I don't want to say the wrong thing. You know, it's not my fight. I have never experienced racism, so I'm not going to speak on it. And by not saying anything, it actually lets the racism win. So whether you're saying the right thing, saying something anti-racism is really what needs to be said. And it's such an individualized way you know, me saying this to you guys is different than the way you would say it to your daughter is different than the way I'd say it to my, you know, my coworkers. It's all very individualized, but it's voicing that you see there is a problem and you will not stand for it. And even you, everybody gets pushed back. I get pushed back all of the time for standing for women's music and any multiple causes that I stand for. And Nobody's ever going to be satisfied, but majority people are going to be so excited. I've gone on your page and I've seen so many people say, thank you. I've seen so many black women post in people's pages, like, thank you for standing up. Thank you for saying something. And those are who we are reaching out to, to show people that are racist, that they have no place in this country. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think that, and that's why, like, the conversation we had today was at the pool. I was like, and where I felt bad, and where I felt sad for as as a friend, because I'm like, I, I genuinely just didn't know what to say, and I think a lot of like, there's I've seen like things memes going around like uncomfortable. It's like because I am uncomfortable. I don't know what that uncomfortability is. Is I think the uncomfortability is that I don't don't know what to say and what is enough. And like to grant what you were saying is you know you know but I like what is it though like what what will like is it going to the the silent or the you know the peaceful protest is it like or is it just saying because I I don't know I feel like words are so empty and that's that's the that's that's where I feel like it's falls flat for me sometimes because I'm like when I say like when I see a big town that gets destroyed by a tornado I'm praying for this person don't pray donate or do this or do that so it's like what I don't want to just okay. say like, I'm, you know, Black Lives Matter. What can I do? Okay, so what you can do is whenever you're shooting, a video, whenever you're hiring people for your team, think about considering young African-American youth and talented young people to work with you, to work for you. That's a, that's a start because African-American people do have a hard time finding jobs. They're, they have a hard time finding space to to work anywhere. And it's it would be important for people to see more of that and invite more diversity into your world. 
let it be genuine, let it be natural. Not every black person is going to be your friend and, and that's okay. But find young individuals that you may not have necessarily thought even young Brown individuals, I think diversifying is a huge thing. Cause the more you see it, the more normalized it is. And I, I think, yeah. Um, can I ask a few questions that were asked or no? Like I, I respect like. Yeah. As long as it's not like debating certain things, like, you know, as long as it's not like a question that gets to the heart of whether racism exists or not, you know, mm-hmm. then I think okay, like, yeah. but none of those questions that, but is it really that bad? That those is are like, the ones that yeah. strike nerve. Well, yeah. no, I, I, and I, I, yeah, I can't even imagine. I think the, the one that. I don't know if you saw it on mine, but, you know, is a, uh, he said a long whole thing. And then he goes, so if you truly want to talk about this, maybe you should address the black on black crimes. Like people that say that. No, that's him debate. That's him baiting. Baiting. No, but I guess I just don't understand like baiting what? Like he's it's, it's someone saying that is like, Oh, well, if they're worried about the cops, why don't they talk about all their black-on-black crime? Okay. Got it. Mm, to, like, it. shift the focus elsewhere? Got it. Yeah. Not focusing on the racism between right. them. We're focusing on hatred within one troubled race. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, that makes sense. Um, uh, oh, uh, uh, as a white woman, what do I say to my half-black six-year-old daughter? Okay. Um, I mean, I ha- I grew up, I was adopted, I'm half black, and um, my mom is Japanese and Portuguese, and I was raised by a white guy, a French guy, and he always got that question from me, hey, dad, you know, why do people treat me differently when I go to school? And I didn't get it because I grew up in a white neighborhood in Carpinteria, Santa Barbara, you know, and so he would always say, son, he'd admit the fact, son, your skin is different, but you're not different. And that's what he would constantly tell me is your skin's different, but you're not different. And I don't know if that's the right thing to tell this little girl, but that's what my dad told me. And as a woman, as a, a mixed girl, I hear from him all of the time, wondering where is his place? There's sometimes he says, I'm not black enough. I'm not white enough. And those have been issues that he's had growing up. Great. You've had, that's issues you've had? Yeah, I typically get, I have a lot of, when I was in the, in, I used to live over in South Central. And I wasn't black enough when I lived over there. You know, I was always getting made fun of for being light skinned. And then, you know, when I went, when my family divorced and I went to high school in Santa Barbara and Carpinteria, I was always too black and I was being called the N word and stuff. And so it's like, where's my place? Am I black enough or am I, am I not dark enough? Like, where am I? And then once 9-11 came around, I looked Middle Eastern, even though I'm not. And that's a whole nother thing that got added on top of it. So it's, it's one of those things for mixed people, you get all of the hatred for being black, but none of the credit for being white. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things. It's, it's, it's a sad reality, but you're not dark enough and you're not light enough. Wow. Um, someone said tips on encouraging hate. Oh, sorry. Number one mistake white people make when talking about race. When people say all lives matter. I touched on that a little bit earlier too, yeah. 
are saying Black Lives Matter. They are not saying that all lives don't matter. And I think people are misconstruing that. They're not saying that all lives don't matter. We absolutely think all lives matter. But the problem with that is when there's still marginalization in this world, when there's still marginalization of people of color in this country and they're not treated equally, then their lives don't really matter. And that's when they're saying, when they say black lives matter, when they say brown lives matter, they, we could put a two at the end of that and that'd probably make sense to a lot of people. We're saying black lives matter too. Mm. Pay attention to that. I, Mickey, that was the best, uh, the, the, the best that's ever been explained in my experience. So I, I appreciate that. that. That was very, very well said. And I think that, because that's one I, I definitely hear a lot right and and people society hears a lot black because that is how it is interpreted at times mm-hmm. you know and so i i really that no that absolutely. was a lot of a lot of clarity so i appreciate that explanation that was that was brilliant thank you absolutely we're not saying that other lives don't matter because they do we just want to be we want to matter too another person said how to get involved in change changing the system i've seen books suggested so maybe um you know, what else they can do to get involved in changing the system? So back in college, I um, studied black history and our teacher made us read this book called Black Like Me. I wrote a song called Black Like Me. And this book was written by John Howard Griffin, a white man who through radiation darkened his skin to look like a black man back in the 1960s during the Jim Crow law era, during the civil rights movement. And he went to see what it was like to be a black man living in America in the 1960s. And there's some of the most profound quotes in there that you can read in a white man experience, what it felt like to be black. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful book. I, I, was um, inspired by the title to write a song called Black Like Me, which I have snippets on my social media. And you could start there, start really consider diversifying your life, the people that you hire, the people that you reach out to. Again, it has to be genuine. Not everybody has to be friends. That is not the way the world works, but just reaching out and seeing seeing people see us see us that's what we're asking see us i have i have a question and it's it's more of just i'm going to say a phrase and i just want your want y'all's thoughts on it cuz again it's something that i feel like society hears a lot especially when racism racism is 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 brought up as a topic when someone starts talking about reverse racism, is that is that again kind of like the black on black crime? Is that a misdirection? Is that like how do you how do as African Americans how do you receive that phrase when someone brings that up? Reverse racism or reverse discrimination 
is the concept that affirmative action and similar color conscious programs for readdressing racial inequality are a form of anti-white racism. Well, let's look in country music, right? I'm a part of the ACM diversity task force and I'm trying to di help diversify the ACMs, whether it's um, in production, the writers, makeup artists, sound people, even the talent, just to bring diversity here. And people trying to give marginalized people who don't get shots and chances to be a part of programs like that. And when they're making that reach, that is not reverse racism whatsoever. That is being inclusive. So that's all I have to say about that. I appreciate it. Cool. Is there anything else you want to say? Uh, I just appreciate both y'all being willing to be vulnerable and, and kind of express you know your feelings and and everything during these times that are going on and i am i do empathize that this can't be easy to be an african-american in this country in this world let alone in times like this and i am i am sorry again for for how i delivered things in an offensive ignorant way that has that's there's no part of me that that feels that way or is that way and the people that know me know that for a fact but again mickey grant thank you guys for, for opening up i mean the fact that you can recognize it admit it accept it and apologize for it is a lot more than anybody that i know of you know that's not black to be honest it's usually you get back on if we were to start this conversation up it would be you explaining why you said wasn't wrong and it would be a hollow i'm sorry that you felt that way type of thing but you I know but what you did and to answer Jana's question you know what you did is actively showing that you acknowledge racism and make steps towards extinguishing racism by acknowledging that you acted in the you know very you know racist way by commenting that way acknowledging the existence of it is fighting it and i think that answers the question right there and that's that's really big of you, man. I don't know I you that, that well, but, you know, I sat down with her because I thought that what was going to happen was you were going to try to sidestep your way out of it and say, look, I'm sorry that the words I said made you feel that way. I'm sorry you felt that way, but you didn't. You owned it and apologized for it and acknowledged it. And I think that's step number one in society is acknowledging it and owning it. I appreciate it. Thank you all. I appreciate that. This is happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You okay? <laughs> oh, goodbye. This is just heavy, man. Really heavy. You guys don't know the half of it, man. No, this and I—that's where I think that, like, the real empathy is. Like, that's where it's like, you know, yeah. I'm so sorry. We can get past it. There was a Fourth of July two years ago, and we were out at my beach house in in Ventura, California, shooting off fireworks like everybody did over in Silver Strand. Everybody had a house over there. You shoot fireworks off your balcony. Your back porch we get a knock on the door from the police and i'm at my house my name's on it my car's in the driveway they say you know 
whose house is this? Why are you here? I said, no, I mean, this is my house. My name's, you want me to go get the title? I mean, that's my Jag in the driveway. They didn't believe me for anything. So they, I said, look, I'm an attorney. I know my rights. You can't come across this threshold. They walked across the threshold of my doorway, drug me out of my house in front of my wife and proceeded to pin me to the ground and, and beat me and tell me, this isn't your house. What are you doing here? But you know what? As fucked up as that was and me having to go spend the night in jail, and of course, all charges were dropped because I didn't do a damn thing wrong. I still don't walk around and say, you know, fuck them, fuck Ventura, fuck the police. I, I'm still trying to acknowledge that, look, I know that they fucked up and I'm trying to move on. Instead of harboring the hatred that I should harbor for what happened to me, I just got rid of the house and moved out of the situation. And I still believe that there's good in people. Mm -hmm. And I see that in you too. I know there's good in people. Not everybody's like the people that stretched me out of my house, beat me up and locked me up. So that's the last thing I have to say about it is we all have to be positive no matter how bad it's been. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate both of you guys. And I think this is hopefully our listeners that are hearing this have are more informed and they can have they can look in the mirror a little bit more introspectively and yeah. and do a deeper check on themselves and be the change for you know just be the change, man. Yeah. yeah. If you can change yourself, that's one person less, you know. So first step is self work. Mm-hmm. And I will say, you know, it's you know when I listen to things like when I listen to music and I hear, for example, Mickey's got a song out called, what are you going to tell her? And I remember hearing that song for the first time. And I think about Jolie, cause that was the same thing. I don't know what I'm going to tell her. What do you tell her? You know? And I can't even imagine like all this. It's like, I don't know what to tell her. I yeah. don't know. You know, I, I don't know. And it's, I just, I love your song. I love what it stands for right now. And you know, it's just, it, it's just, I have no fucking clue what I'm going to tell her. Well, let me tell you something. Amidst all of the racism that is happening in this country, women are still being oppressed. We're all the same. We're all in the same boat. We really freaking are. There's a lot of pain. This world is on fire right now for a lot of things, for injustices happening to black and brown people, for injustices happening to women, for COVID. Like, it is heavy right now. It is heavy. I just appreciate you guys, and I appreciate this whole conversation coming back together because if it would have just ended that – Contrary to what this isn't about fucking ratings. This isn't about this isn't about any of that, Mickey. And I want you to know that like this is this is the problem. This is like th this conversation and being able to come back, like you said, Grant, and to be able to have a conversation and to have this talk and just to to em like, to empathize, but in a place where you you know it, we're it's just yeah. This is I just feel like this is. I hope people can understand where we're at right now. Yeah, I feel like it's productive. Yeah. And Absolutely. also, there is so much more love in this world than hate. Yes. Amen to that. So much more love. And no matter what riots and looting, and selfish, horrible, mean spirited people and racists, 
there are way more good people that do not stand for that. And that's where we will rise and that's where we will all win. And we just have to join together. Amen to that. Well, thank you, Mickey and Grant. I really appreciate it. I'm glad that, you know, I just, I love all of you guys. So I just, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys again for myself for being willing to come back around and yeah. I, I make up that that wasn't easy. You had, you. You, you had every right not to every reason not to. So I respect the hell out of both of you guys being willing to do that and forgive me for, for my moment of ignorance. Um, so I just, I hope that this conversation can maybe help somebody out there. Like you said, to, to wake one person up two people, whoever it is. So we really appreciate both y'all. Thank you. Thanks you guys. Thank you guys. Okay. Bye. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.